Welcome back into the Pylon Week 2 edition. It was a spectacular Week 1 in the NFL, and we're back for Week 2. Of course, as always, your host, Michael Markoch, alongside my other two co-hosts, Jada Coster and Manit Patel, and we're joined in studio by another one of our Impact family members, Oscar Henderson. How are you doing? Good, man. We're glad to be here, ready to get started on Week 2 and uh, go Week 1 of the uh, NFL. Yeah, um, we're, we're really happy to have you, really excited to add some more voices. Uh, let me know, what is your year, and then what is your favorite NFL team? So I am a freshman, freshly new here, been here for about a good three weeks, and uh, I got to go with the hometown team, Detroit Lions, great uh, hard knocks, HBO Max, kind of uh, kind of depressed about the first week one outcome, mm-hmm. but you know, hopefully they can get, it, uh, get a good bounce back uh, week two. Uh, that puts me and Jay outnumbered now. we got two Lions <laughs> fans in the studio, at least here this week. So, all right. Last night, Thursday night football, the Chiefs outlast the Chargers 27-24 to in what was a really good game, at least basically the entire way. A little bit, I think, lower scoring than a lot of people thought, but... What's just some of your reactions from Thursday night? Well, first of all, I, I surprisingly did not get a text from my dad on how to set up the Amazon Prime. He just he just said I didn't uh, either. he just said I, I have to do I have to press the Xfinity button and go to the apps. I'm like yes, you are correct, and you'll find it. And and so surprisingly, I did not have to help him with that. But other than that, a great game. Uh, both both quarterbacks played really well, um, and then 99 yard pick six was awesome and kind of a. It was kind of weird seeing Al Michaels in the booth with Kirk Herbstreit and not uh, Chris yeah, Collins. Yeah, tell me about it, dude. That, that was, was weird. weird. Uh, that other was so other than weird. that, it was a great game. So yeah. Yeah. Who else was waiting for like when Al Michaels opened it for Kirk to come in with yep. like the slide like Collins like, was, and then not... he never came in. Yeah, oh, like, I, was, I, I miss was the good. old times, kind of. So change hurts. Yeah, I mean, I think one of my uh, biggest concerns in that game was definitely uh, the Justin Herbert ribs injury right yeah. there. That was yes. pretty. Uh, Big, uh, big injury. We're gonna see how he uh, comes back in week three, but you know, something to definitely look out for coming into the season is can you know be uh, be okay for uh, week three and how that how uh, bad his ribs are. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Just considering it's only Friday, uh, September sixteenth, so this is the day after the game. We don't have any news about exactly what's wrong with Justin Herbert. It, it's hard to believe for me that it's anything like it's got to be broken ribs in some capacity. I'm no medical expert, but that's what ex- that's what it looked like. But I guess many you can you can go if you want. I mean, it was a pretty good game. I only watched like the fourth quarter of it. I was mm. busy, but um, I think it showed that the Chargers are right there with the Chiefs. I think it'll take a little bit of time. I, losing Keenan Allen, I think, lost the game for the Chargers. Um, him being out this week. He's Justin Herbert's most reliable weapon. He Mike Williams obvi- obviously showed he can step up um, when he needs to, but you know, not having Keenan Allen there is definitely a three-point difference, I think, and it showed. But um, it was a pretty good game overall. I think the Chiefs are still the kings of the AFC West, but we'll see how it turns out towards the end of the season. Yeah, and what you just touched on is exactly kind of what my takeaway was last night of the Chargers were definitely probably the most popular pick to win the AFC West this year, but as I've always said, and as I said last week on the show, like in order to get to the throne, you got to beat the King. And the Chargers consistently have not beaten the Chiefs. I know they they won two in a row in Arrowhead and all that, but then they would lose in LA, and it really wouldn't matter. Like as long as Mahomes is there, and Mahomes didn't play great last night. Like I'm not going to sit here and say that he was like spectacular. He wasn't, but 
Herbert made the one big mistake that Mahomes didn't, and in the end, that's what the difference was. And in order for unless until you can beat Mahomes consistently, until you can beat the Chiefs, like nothing's going to change in the AFC West. It doesn't matter what you did in the offseason. They're they're king, and they're going to be for a while, at least as long as 15's back there. So, yeah, that was Thursday Night Football last night. Again, the Chiefs beating the Chargers. And now we'll get into our talking points for this week. Just from last week, week one, again, a phenomenal week. Some really good games, some games that weren't so good. But the first thing I want to talk about is that Bengals-Steeler game because – I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch really any of it until overtime because I was watching my Browns. But after that went over, I watched basically the whole overtime, and that was just bananas. Yeah, I, I had the Sunday ticket on and had the had the red zone going. I just see I just see Scott Hansen just going absolutely nuts um, at the at the end of that with the three games going on. The, and he had this game, the Bengals-Steelers, with I think it was like three missed field goals. It was in overtime, and... We had like, the missed extra point, yeah, and then each kicker missed the yep. field goal. Exactly, yeah, like, like it's just it's the chaos of week one you get w- with this type of game, and it was a great, obviously a great game, but I mean, um, it was just it. the Steelers, man. I, I I feel like like I, was, I feel like an idiot because they always have one of these games. Well, they'll, they'll just pull off an upset. A Mike Tomlin coach team with a, you know Trubisky isn't isn't that much better than Burrow. So I mean, Burrow didn't have a, gr- a good game either, but. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers just continue to do what they do, and that's why they're a really well-coached team, so, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think that Steelers defense spoke for itself in Week 1. Yeah. I mean, they played absolutely lights out. I mean, seven sacks. That Bengals offense we thought was – or that Bengals offensive line we thought was going to be a lot better with their offseason pickups, and it just – it proved to do absolutely nothing. I mean – what Joe Burrow threw like four interceptions as well. All the first half, yeah, I two think. fumbles. Yeah, yeah, two and fumbles. he got six, six turnovers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, the the Steelers defense really definitely showed out in Week One. Minka Fitzpatrick and their big time playmakers, T.J. Watt, both of them, you know, contributed a lot to that win. Um, again, not a lot like impressive from the Steelers offensive side. It's a little bit concerning. Najee Harris didn't have the best rushing game either, and I mean, you know, you know what you're going to get from Mitchell Trubisky when you have him starting. So that's a little bit of concern. Another concern is, you know, TJ Watt out for Injuries, about six yeah. weeks yeah. now. That's four to four DJ. to six, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, they thought he was going to be out for the season. So, I mean, that's good that, like, mm-hmm. he's only out six weeks. But, again, that we'll see how much that impacts them as, I mean, the pass rush seemed to do a lot of damage for the Bengals. So we'll see how they can uh, adjust to that coming into week two. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the biggest takeaway from this game is the injuries and um, – how that's going to affect the Steelers going forward. Losing to, not losing Najee Harris, but um, losing T.J. Watt for sure is going to put a damper on their defense. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to see how their quarterback battle turns out throughout the year. Um, Pickett's right there. Maybe Rudolph is too. I don't know where they all stand, but from what Mitch showed, he was very unimpressive, so... The other two had to be spectacularly unimpressive for Mitch to start. Yeah, you know, it's the game was just so weird because it starts off and the Steelers are doing what they did. And I told you guys last week that that's why I put it on the pick because the Steelers have a tendency to just go in places week one and just play really, really well before, you know, their whole season kind of falls apart. Like last year they went into Buffalo and beat the Bills pretty good and then didn't have a great year, you know, the rest of the way. But just... You know, you think we talked about Joe Burrow having six turnovers through four interceptions in the first, and they still almost won. Like, that just shows you still how good this Bengals team is. Like, they made that many mistakes. Joe Burrow still got sacked like seven times. Like, 
and they still almost won the game. And that's, I guess it's a little bit of, of what Manit said kind of about Trubisky not being able to take advantage of the changes. He's still in bad for people who thought he was going to be better. <laughs> yeah. but, he is uh, not good at football, I mean, he's, guys. but he, he, he gives them a better option back there than I think Ben did because at least he can move oh, a yeah, little yeah. bit. I mean, it's tough. He's but, like what Ben was at the end of his career, but mobile. But mobile, yeah. exactly. But so sometimes you'll take that. Another crippled quarterback. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, Kenny Pickett's probably going to come in here pretty soon, I would think. I mean, I know Mike Tomlin said he wants to leave him on the bench all year, but I just don't Doubt. think that's the case. Yeah. Now, and, and again, I, I saw this last night. It made me laugh. But, like, after last night, we saw Mahomes and Herbert in one game. Next Thursday night game, Amazon gets Mitchell Trubisky against Jacoby Brissett. Oof. So That's disgusting. There, there's a switch I right there. I want to throw up. <laughs> Hey, come on. That's I, the must-see game of the year. I will not watch that game. I will not be tuning in. Unfortunately, I'm going to be locked in to watch the whole thing. So, yeah. So that's the Bengals-Steelers game. I just want to touch it because that was actually crazy. But a reason that it was crazy, and then another thing I want to get into this week, is kickers. Because, look, this weekend, how many games came down to a kick? Like, Four, like half of them, five, and then how many of them came because the kicker missed the kick? Like the Bengals Steelers game again. We had the block extra point by Minka Fitzpatrick that forced overtime, which was insane because you never see blocked extra points anymore, or really block kicks in general. Then in overtime, Evan McPherson just absolutely shanks a twenty-nine yarder because the hold was horrible and it was laces out. And then they go down the other end. Boswell lines up for what seems to be a kick we know he can make, and he dings it off the post. And so then it's like, well, is anyone going to win the game? I thought it was going to be a tie, and then it wasn't. And then you go to you know Houston, where there was a tie because Rodrigo Blankenship, who pushed, got cut, who got cut because of it, pushed a what forty something yard field goal wide, and so they tied in Houston. Then you have what, Randy Bullock missed a kick to lose for Tennessee. Well, and then of course the best one, Cade York, fifty eight yards, baby, to beat the Carolina Panthers. But um, I just you know. I, I think that the kicking game is so important in the NFL, at least these days. You see what Justin Tucker can do, especially last year with that 66-yard field goal where it feels like nothing's out of range. Like Those are game changers if you have a good kicker like that. And I just want to give kickers the uh, appreciation that they deserve because if you don't have a kicker, it's costing you wins. Plain I, th- and I think it's part – it could possibly be because of the you know week one sh- – like struggles. I mean, like you see bad tackling week one. Maybe kickers are just you know trying to shake the cobwebs off. Mm-hmm. Maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, I could be wrong, but like you see week one, like, like bad tackling, a lot of penalties. Mm-hmm. You could maybe see because of the kickers they've maybe struggling week one, and they just get better as the season goes on. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, even in the the Denver game too, McManus. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I forgot the about very that. Very last, one. like I. Oh, I mean, Jesus. granted. Well, that wasn't his fault. Yeah, they like, probably should have. That, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> definitely should have tried out Russell Wilson for that fourth and five. But at the end of the day, McManus did miss that long field goal to lose them the game as well. So I mean, yeah, just kickers again not having a lot of a uh, lot of success this week, and I mean. At the Browns, yeah, the leg though couldn't be Cade. Couldn't be Cade York though. Though Browns definitely glad they drafted a kicker instead of a. Uh, That's why you position. draft a kicker. Yeah. As everyone, everyone picked on him. They drafted a kicker in the fourth round. Look, I was a little skeptical too. I was like, it's for the fourth round, but I'll take it. So, yeah. Manito, Come, what do you got? coming in handy right now. All right, kickers. <laughs> hey, kickers are people too, and they're football players too. And 
you know, for Blankenship, like as we mentioned, he got cut because he missed that kick in Houston, and he kicked poorly in the preseason for what I know too. So it was kind of like he was already kind of on a mm-hmm. thin ice, but yeah. uh, he's now available. So if whoever needs kickers, I guess you know you have one of the best. Or two years ago, at one of the best kicking seasons. You, you will not be blaming time. Carlos Santos because he's kicking in a monsoon. So there you go. The two, oh, the two extra points. I don't count anything that happened in that Niners Bears. <laughs> like that entire <laughs> that game, game. That game is just not. That game count just for really the doesn't. I, I don't mean, take anything it, away from the 49ers from yeah. that. Honestly, like, the Bears. The Bears played well though. The Bears I like deserve the yeah. win. They have a shot to they're win. They're credited weekend. in the record for a win, and the Niners take a loss. But like, I'm not going to judge anything about Trey Lance or Justin. I'm not doing anything. Like Justin Fields. I'm not judging. Anything nah, from Fields that played game. well. It's kind of a side point. Like my family always goes to the Bears home opener every single year, and they did not pick to go this year. And like, Probably you, my dad, my dad texted me. Could you imagine if I was at this game right now? It, I would just, it was just raining so hard. There was puddles all over the field, yeah. and they did the, the Bears did the slide after the game, which is really cool. So. Yeah, that was sweet. That was one of like yeah, that, the that was shots of, of the week moments. So yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, I'm not really going to judge. I mean, yeah, you're right. Fields did play well, and Lance didn't play great. But, I mean, Lance made some plays, but I'm not going to, like, make any sort of, like, future judgments based on that game. <laughs> yeah, That's I just, think it's unfair to everybody involved. Lance had more fun off the field than on the field this week. Yeah, definitely. It, it was and it was a struggle did for— Did he join Kyler Murray's, you know, yeah. Call of Duty party? No. <laughs> he did other things. <laughs> It was it was just it was a struggle. I mean, to, to watch first, especially in the first half, was like, are we going to score any points? Like, and then the, the second half, Eberflus made some d- adjustments that we did not see in the Nagy era, which was just absolutely stunning. So mm-hmm. it was it was a nice one. So it was exciting. Yeah. So staying in the NFC North, um, we had this same discussion last year after this week. I almost remember it vividly, but we have to bring it up again because what is going on in Green Bay? Because they did not look good playing the Vikings this weekend. The, the Vikings won handily, but it felt like they won by a lot more than that. The tone was kind of set early in the game with the Christian Watson drop on the opening drive. Like, just what is going on in Green Bay? Somebody, th- somebody tell me. I think they're going to be well, fine. I think they're going to be fine. I mean, losing Adams really hurts because Christian Watson dropped that uh, would have been a touchdown. And Rod, you can see Rogers' reaction. Like, okay, do I have anyone to throw to? No. You saw him. You saw him on the sideline. He was, he was yeah. just, it seemed like he was checked out for the game. But we we saw this last year. They got blown out against New Orleans, and then, you know, they were fine. I mean, they, they got the number one seed. So I think I think they'll be fine. They got, they got a game against the Bears on Sunday night. I think it's kind of a get-well game for them, unfortunately. So, yeah, I, I think I think the Packers will be fine. So Yeah, I, I agree with Jay. It is kind of, I don't know. I think it'll be an interesting game. What's the spread on that right now? It's nine and a half. Oh, it bro, was almost in. Will they cover? The Bears are covering. One hundred percent. The Bears are covering. I almost put it into. Will they cover for Dude. the week? But I didn't because there are three other games at nine and a half that I chose. No, I think so, the Bears are covering. I like what they got going on down there. I don't know why, but something about the way they played last Sunday. Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting game. Green Bay, though, I think will be fine. Um. They might lose this week, but even if they lose this week, they'll still be fine because Aaron Rodgers will just work things out. Green Bay loses this week. We got they got problems. Yeah. Like if they lose, Green Bay loses. The Bears are in first place, baby. That's they're, fine. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're tied not right now. Hold but it. It's tied so for first. The Vikings really have the, the Vikings have a big test this week too. So like, let's you know keep that in mind. But I mean, it just seemed like even last year when they got blown out in Jacksonville by the Saints, it seems like they were different problems than what they have this year. I mean, they definitely were missing Devontae Adams dearly today. And I mean, like, 
what AJ Dillon has your most receiving yards. Mm-hmm. That's not a that's not a great sign at all. And again, Rodgers looked very disgruntled on the sideline that one time after that after that drop. And it, it seems like I don't I don't know I don't know how to feel about the Packers yet. I mean, honestly, like I know last year a lot of people reacted how they got blown out by the Saints, but I mean this one just it just looked like bad offense, like very very bad offense, and it didn't just seem like I I don't know where they can create like. Yeah. Any offense. If the, if the Packers look, if the Packers lose this game Sunday night, I will be that. Well, I'll be the happiest man in the world on Monday morning. But <laughs> if they lose, if they lose, you're going to be zero two, and you're going to lose to your lose to a team who's not supposed to be good at all this year. Yeah. You got you got a lot of problems in Green Bay for if, if you're losing your home opener against against the Bears. So, well, as Aaron Rodgers says to Bears fans, I own you, and the the truth is he does. He does, but yeah. We'll see what happens that week. Obviously, we'll get into that game a little bit more later, a little bit more in depth, but. I mean, yeah, It after that Christian Watson drop, I mean, it just felt like Rodgers just kind of checked out of the game because he's like, this is what I'm working with. Like, yeah. that was that was a touchdown. If, if Watson catches it, he's still running. I mean, that, that was wide open, and he just dry, I mean, went right through his hands. And if you're Rodgers, I can understand the frustration, you know, with Devontae Adams that doesn't happen, but also with Devontae Adams, he's probably not that open either. So it's just working out the kinks because I'm not going to blame really much on the fact that you would say, yeah, he doesn't have the wide receiver that he used to have, but neither did Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is doing just fine right now in the passing game without Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't definitely put it on that. So now we'll go to the Sunday night game, which was just a, I mean, it was a snooze fest. I, I could barely pass. I went attention. to bed at halftime. That game I, I, had, I had an early class. was not good. So. Yeah, well, yeah, but if you went to bed at halftime, you missed probably the yeah. most important part of the game, and that was Dak Prescott injured his thumb. He broke his throwing thumb. I, I didn't see the play. All of a sudden, I'm just seeing on Twitter that he, like, hurt his thumb. And then Jerry Jones says he's going to be out, like, what, six to eight weeks. I something think like this. It's like half eight, the year. Yeah. Um, and the Cowboys offense didn't even look good with Dak in the game. Uh, they, that no. first play, that yeah. whatever that end around was, losing nine <laughs> yards on the very first play of your entire season, I could already tell that was just the most Mike McCarthy call ever, and it just it just seems like it's going all over again for the Dallas Cowboys this year. And people mean, and people are talking about like they have CD Lamb, they don't have any other weapons. Like mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz is a solid tight end, but you don't you trade Amari Cooper to the Browns. You don't really replace them at all, so you just have C.D. Lamb, and that's really it. So, and they they got some issues on that on that offense. The offensive line, yeah, is the offensive brutal. line is bad now. Yeah, and so. I yeah, and I think like they were the only team in Week One out of thirty two NFL teams. They were the only one that did not score a touchdown this yeah, week. Yeah, they were. That's crazy. They were, and that's hard to believe because there's there's some bad offenses in this league, and they were the only one that didn't find the end zone and. Like I said, they weren't really good with Dak in. Now they have to play Cooper Rush, or maybe what Will Greer. I think is the other one that they have. Like, you you don't have an opportunity at this point in the year to like just go out and get another quarterback because, like, they have to learn your system and they gotta they gotta do all these things. Like, you you don't really have a choice. It's just that's what you have to deal with at least for half the year, and you you have to see if you can hold your head above water because like the season waits for no one. And now, you know, they're going to be without Prescott for quite a long time here, and they're going to have to try to hope. It's very similar to what the Browns are trying to pull off right now, though, too, even though I take Jacoby Brissett over anything that's in Dallas. But, like, you're trying to thread a very tight needle here and try to get it back to Dak with a chance to win it down the stretch. And, like I said, they didn't really particularly play well with Dak. So 
Mini Patel just back into the studio, stepped out for a second. But what about uh, the Cowboys and Dak? Dude, they're finished. They were going to be third in the division. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be the one to say it. They, but... they were going to be third in the division before the season even began. Wait, 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 wait. Who, Who do, do you have, have them in second? Yeah. Washington. Washington. Yeah. The commander. I mean, I knew you had the Eagles at first. We did our yeah. predictions last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. No, I, I thought you were going to be third in the division no matter what. But now they're like, dude, the Giants could compete with them at this point. If the Giants get off to a hot start, dude, Saquon Barkley looked phenomenal last year. He looked yeah, like he Penn State Saquon in that he game. He looked insane. Yeah. If he can stay healthy for an entire season, it, top five yeah. running back again. I love Saquon Barkley. I'm not going to lie. Besides anyone that plays for the Browns, Saquon Barkley is my favorite player in the NFL, period. I loved him at Penn State. I love him in the league. Like Honestly, the Giants are probably my second favorite team because he's on it. Like I love me some Saquon Barkley. So and their schedule isn't there. bad. Mm-hmm. The first four games, Giants have the Panthers at home. After the Titans win, they have the Panthers at home, Cowboys at home, Bears at home. Uh-huh. You can go 4-0 and right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see obviously how the NFC East goes. It gets tough. But, but yeah, as Manit said, the, the Cowboys are probably done. I mean, I don't really think Cow- – I, I don't really ever feel bad for Cowboys fans, but the fact that they have to see like eight, No, eight it's, straight, it's okay. The, it's, the, you don't need to feel bad. Well, I, I'm just saying any team that has to see about eight weeks of Cooper Rush, I'm sorry. It's like, okay. I don't want – eight weeks of Cooper Rush, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. So – We'll see how they we'll see how they play, see how they try to manage, and you know it's still a long season, but it can feel very very short, especially for teams like that. So, all right, last talking point: the Monday night game, because wow, the Seahawks stunned the Broncos in what I can only say was the strangest coaching decision I've ever seen at the end of the game, and also I wanted to make sure shout out that Geno Smith is going to win. Geno Smith player is player. him. Geno Smith is <laughs> the MVP. He yeah. is him. <laughs> But just, I mean, I guess overall thoughts from whatever it was, the Broncos play, the Seahawks play, the the, the wild decision at the end of the game, whatever you want to get into. I think, yeah, a lot of penalties. I mean, the Broncos yeah. shot themselves in the foot, like, countless times. I mean, the, the fumble, the goal line by Javante Williams, mm-hmm. and then obviously the, the questionable decisions, the clock management, just horrible by Nathaniel Hackett. And then fourth and five, you got a minute left, and you're just gonna run it down. You see Payne. You see Payne Manning on the Manning cast. Yeah. He's a timeout. You did timeout like 46 times. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video, but yeah. well, yeah. Shannon Sharp too, who's the guest. Oh yeah, Shannon he was like was losing like, his mind because Payton's like, "Oh, they're gonna kick it." He's like, "They're gonna what now?" It's like they're sending him up for a 60. What was it? 66, Six, 64 yarder. 64 I mean, he had the leg yard. For it. Oh no, McManus has one of the biggest legs yeah. in the game, but like. Come on. You got you to gotta yeah. go for it there I, on fourth and Fourth five. and five with Russ. You paid him all that money. You exactly. gave him all that draft capital. You gave yeah. him three first-round picks, and you're not going to throw the ball in fourth and five. <laughs> I mean, against uh, against the Seahawks defense like that, the Se- that Seahawks defense is not good at all. So very questionable. I was, I was, on my, I was at my TV. I was like, Fanny Hackett, what are you doing here? Like, what is your thought process here? Like, uh, it, even, a four, even like a four-year-old in Madden could have done better than that. So I don't know. That was, a little, that was a little strange. Yeah, I mean, even Nathaniel Hackett, like, after the game, or I think a couple of days after one of his interviews, he even said, like, this yeah. is probably one of the worst decisions I've made, or something yeah. around he that. Said he said he made like, the wrong yeah, call. He's like, yeah, I made the wrong call. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was so questionable trying to attempt that field goal. I mean, granted, you do have Brandon McManus, mm-hmm. but the only other person who you can, like, 
think of conceiving that was Justin Tucker from last year. Tucker, and he at least made it. Yeah, Tucker's the only kicker on the planet that I would trust in that yeah. situation to kick it. Yeah. Like at, at this stage in their careers, I think there's some young kickers that I think could get to that point. But at this moment, Justin Tucker is the only player you should ever consider. To, if the Ravens would have done that, I would have said by all means. Tucker is arguably the best player on your entire team. Most definitely. I am. Um, well, yeah, Jay, Jay gave me some side eyes there. But um, regardless, um, yeah, I just – I didn't watch really any of the game. I had to, I was busy. I was doing some other things. But I, I literally only watched the final minute of the game. And I remember tweeting this out. But in just the one minute of the game, I saw every single concern I had about the Denver Broncos coming this year, I literally saw. Like, it just – it wasn't good. Wilson did not look sharp, especially with the receivers – Hackett was all over the place as a head coach. They just looked out of sorts. They didn't look like a team that was ready to win now with a quarterback that you're paying to win now. And again, yeah, Jay, you touched on it. He's getting paid, what, like $230 million? I know. It's only like like, like 161 guaranteed, but like it's probably going to end up being worth 230. And you won't put him out on a fourth and five and just trust him to. Because if you get those five yards, all of a sudden it's a 59 yard kick. And 59 Mm -hmm. yard kick, yeah, by all means, if you need to, kick it away. But. I think my biggest issue with the call there at the end wasn't even just the fact that you kicked it. You wasted 20 seconds just sitting on the ball doing nothing for 20 seconds, got it down to whatever it was, 23 seconds. Like, if you were going to kick it, call the timeout, kick it, and then you would have still had time to potentially stop the clock if you got the ball back and made Seattle, like, make a play to win the game. Like, because I think they had, they had, what, three left when they kicked it, and then they tried to stop it when Seattle got the ball back, but it was, like, too late at the time. And so, like, now, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just, it was horrible. Minnie, do you have any words on that? No. Denver's going to be fourth in the division. Well, I, or, I predicted yeah. that, too. It's only one. It's only, like, I don't really take a lot it's, around it's a week one. It's clear fourth. Like, yeah, I mean, I think Denver, I think they'll be fine. I, I still think they're making the playoffs. I don't take, like I said, I don't take a lot out of week one. Yeah, except, you except, except Except for Dallas. Um, I word they're done. So, but other than that, I mean, I think I think it's just a learning moment for Nathaniel Hackett. He's a first-year head coach. Um, I think he just massively was overthinking stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what was going through his head, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still think they'll be fine. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that'll do it at least for week one talking points. The next segment was something that Manit brought up last week, and I want to give him an opportunity to kind of do what. what you brought up this idea last I week. I don't remember this idea. Hot take of the week. Oh, oh, hot take of the week. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he was reading the agenda properly. No, I was not. But uh, hot take of the week. Yeah, Manit, you brought this one up last week, so I'm going to you know, give you the floor for however you want this to go. So this can be your segment. literally just going to be your hot take of the week. It can be a stat for any player. It can be a okay. stat for a team. It can okay. be a team winning. It can be a team winning by however much. Just make it crazy. All right. How about you lead us off then? Nah. What? You don't have one? You brought it up. Oh, this <laughs> new guy gets to go first. You started the idea. All right. What? All right. I mean, I think first. I got a. I think right. I got a pretty Fair good enough. one. Um, I gotta look at the games. My hot take of the week will most definitely be the Eagles make it at least to the NFC Championship Ooh, this week. Well, that's true. I mean, he can give us some season ones. If you look at last week. if you look at how complete their team looked when they played against the Lions. Granted, they only won by three. But they kind of, their defense kind of fell apart there. Their yeah. defense did kind of fall apart. But <laughs> even if you look at the roster there, yeah. they still have one of the complete ones in the NFC. Looking at looking at every how every other NFC team played. I mean, 
there was not a lot of impressive teams out there. Maybe you could say the Vikings with, you know, how they played against the Packers. But even still, like, Jalen Hurts played well. I mean, A.J. Brown went absolutely ballistic against the Lions. No one was guarding him. And, I mean, just looking at their team and looking at the division that they have to play in with no Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones at quarterback, and Carson Wentz at quarterback, I mean, that they could at least go I, – I think they could go – six and oh in division and i mean definitely get a high seed and of course i think they go to the nfc championship if not i think they can make it to the super bowl whoa that's hot i'll tell you that mine will be the the vikings will win the nfc north so i don't is that a hot take i mean they they looked good against the packers I think they're honestly they probably were letting favorite at this point really how no everyone was picking everybody we didn't I mean, know how the Kevin O'Connell like yeah. offense would look, and then, good, and then we see it. Justin and Jefferson, look. offensive player of the year, it's a good start. Yeah, 100, Je- yeah. 170 something yards or something. Yeah, running he, the he Cooper Cup awesome. role. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's. Yeah, I, I have him in a couple leagues. I know no one cares about what I say about fantasy, but yeah, he was he was very good. So I like it. Yeah. FanDuel has the Packers still. Interesting. Fair enough. Well, um, many. What do you got? For uh-huh. take of the week. I guess you can make a season one too, if you want, or you can just do this week. Nah, I'm doing this week. Mine's for this week too. I got uh, mine. Raiders by two touchdowns at home over Arizona. All right. Wow. I think Arizona keeps getting locked on. <laughs> yeah, Oscar, you're gonna get to know. Man, he hates. Arizona I do games. not like. The car- <laughs> is I it just? Like- <laughs> it's not the Cardinals. It's, it's, Cliff- is it just Ky- it's, it's just no, not even Kyler. It's just Cliff Kingsbury. I can respect that. I, I can. Respect I despise that. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> I can respect that. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So yeah, uh, my prediction is that the um, the Colts will lose in Jacksonville for the eighth consecutive year. That checks out. They've lost seven straight the years. The Jags looked good last week. I, mean, I know, I know, it was the Commanders, but like Trevor Lawrence the played better bad, than expected. Uh, the receivers played better than expected. Mm-hmm. The running game was all right, but like yeah, they looked good. Though. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think you look at. I, I got actually the results from the last seven years because there's an article about it that was posted yesterday because obviously Colts fans are worried because they haven't won in Jacksonville in eight years, which is like the weirdest thing you'd ever see. But 2015, Jaguars beat the Colts 51-16. to Then the next year they played in London, which was technically a Jacksonville home game. They won 30-27. to Then in 2017, 30-10, Jacksonville. Then 6-0 in 2018. Just wild. That's demoralizing. Then in wow, to- Christian Kirk played really good. Sorry. <laughs> And then in 2019, Jaguars 38, Colts 20. 2020 was 27-20, Jacksonville was their only win of the year in week one. That was the year they got Trevor Lawrence. And then 2021 last year, obviously, the end of the season, 26-11. to That was crazy. None of these games are really that close. I mean, they just go down to Jacksonville. And didn't put it on the pick That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) They're my upset special. Well, you know, many you get to pick last this week because you are in last. No, so we're going to get into that here. They're going to be my upset special. Um, but um, yeah. So I think the Jags are going to win again. Eight straight years against the Colts in Jacksonville. So that's my hot take of the week. That was all of our hot takes of the week. Some of us gave season long predictions, which is totally fine. And then some of us gave picks for this week. So speaking of the pick'em, as we just mentioned, that's what we're going to next. So it's week two. The standings after week one, Jay and I tied at the top with seven points apiece. Manit is in last, but not by a lot. He has six points. 
he had he didn't get a game right in like the final few picks. Um, That's but great. you started off really well. Him and Jay both had perfect scores, and will they cover? I will say that I went one for three. So I know how to bet. Come to me for gambling advice. It Mate, works. That is not our expertise on this show. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I feel like I should put that disclaimer out here. We are not here for your gambling advice. But it works. If Jay and I have good advice. Right, Jay? Somehow, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not. I mean, yeah, they gambler, got perfect one. So. And Jay got his upset last week, too. I mean, yeah. they didn't. They did not win, but the Lions somehow, did cover. Uh, it's, uh, somehow hey, hit that. So. Get the money. Yeah. All right, so back into will they cover. Actually, there were four games this week with the highest spread. There were four games with nine and a half. I did move the Bears-Packers out of will they cover. So that's going to be in the regular pick this week. But the other three games at nine and a half, three road teams. The first one being, and Oscar, obviously, yeah, you can – Play along. We won't. Uh, we won't necessarily keep your score, but you can play along for sure. So, this first segment: Will they cover? It's simple. You don't have to pick the underdog to win. Just tell me if they're going to cover the spread. It's Atlanta at plus nine and a half. They're at the LA Rams, who are looking for a bounce back. So, the question, gentlemen: Will the Falcons cover? No. Uh, they're bad. The Rams yeah, they are, are good, bad, but they they put up a fight last week against New Orleans. It was at home, granted. They uh, the Rams. It. They were. I think they was, were Atlanta of normal in the second half. Yes, that that is, that is classic Atlanta last week. Um, I think the I think it's a get get right game for the Rams. So this is I mean these are big spreads. Huge. Um, I still take the nine and a half. Yeah. So uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm Gambling gonna go Rams minus. I'm gonna yes. go Rams minus nine and a half. It's a get well. Choo-choo. It's a get right game for them. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I can agree with that one. I mean, granted, the Falcons did look good, again, at home against the Saints. And obviously the Rams do have some kinks they got to, you know, fix out. And I think they'll definitely use this game to do it. And I think they might just stomp on Atlanta. Just just making Desmond Rudder come up even quicker than he would in the season. I would love that because, again, if any of our listeners remember, Desmond Ritter was my prediction for offensive rookie of the year. So I need him to get into, <laughs> in the game. I need him to play as soon as possible. That was bold. Uh, <laughs> that was bold. <laughs> hey, but you know what? If they keep doing this, it make up true. We talked about earlier, like, feeling bad for Cowboys fans, and we all agreed that we don't. But Falcon fans, man, like, that's – Absolutely brutal. They've been dealing with this like, yeah, ever since every year. This happens every single year. Like they had no business losing that game to a Jameis Winston-led New Orleans team, and they awful. somehow lost. New Orleans is good. They're going to win the division. I'm actually going to take Atlanta to cover this. I don't know why. Bro, I just I, I think Atlanta That's keeps it within wild. nine. I think they keep it to nine or under. Yeah, I think they keep it within ten. So, all right. Next one, still nine and a half road team again. Houston plus nine and yes. a half at Denver. Yes, they will cover. I'm eating the Houston whatever. The Davis Mills yes. sauce. Yes, I, I I just think it's lovely. I believe, Smith. dude. Davis oh, Mills is not coach. bad. He's not. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. He, he played well. I just not, I wouldn't say good. He's <sighs> decent. Yeah, he's in a, I wouldn't say good. <laughs> okay, comparatively, <laughs> yeah, comparatively right. good. What do you got, Oscar? I'm going to have to go with, I don't think they can cover this game. I Granted, I think Russell Wilson did look bad against Seattle. He didn't look as sharp as he used to. But, I mean, that Houston Indy game, that was rough to watch. The AFC West already looks like probably. South, the, you mean, right? Or the AFC South, sorry, yeah. They already look like they're going to be the second worst division in the NFL. Second worst? I think the I think the NFC East is still going to be. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think the NFC East is still going to be worse. Considering now the Cowboys have Cooper Rush starting at quarterback as well. 
but I I don't see I don't see Houston covering this game. I think that indie game was just you know it was kind of a mirage. I don't think they're gonna play as well against Denver, and I think again Denver will use this as a tune-up game a little bit just to get Russ White get Russ right and get that all sorted out. Yeah, get Russ back in the kitchen so he can cook, man. I don't cook. I uh, I'm I'm agreeing with you, Oscar. I think Denver's gonna cover this one. Mile High is such a tough place to play. Like, if it was in Houston, I think you, I might consider. But like the altitude, first home game of the year, you know that stadium's going to be rocking. Denver need to win. I, I don't know. I just, I'm not buying Houston. And you're right, the AFC South. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the facts on this, but they got to be one of the only teams in NFL history to have a division not go winless in the first like in a week in when in which two teams played each other. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> And not none. Nobody in the AFC South has a win, and two of the teams played each other. Like that's just <laughs> the situation. So, all right, final one of will they cover? Tennessee plus. I thought this one felt big, but based on last week, I get it. Tennessee plus nine and a half at Buffalo. It is the first, or it is part of the Monday night doubleheader. Um, so that one, yeah, Tennessee at Buffalo. Do the Titans cover? They will. I, I do. I do think Tennessee if, covers. If he uses his receivers. <laughs> He, Kyle Phillips was wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean the the, the Titans Seriously? they got issues. Who but is Kyle Phillips? I'm sorry. All due <laughs> respect to Kyle Phillips, but I have no clue. They do have they have issues. You know, losing the Giants is at home is not pretty. But I, yeah, you still got to ride with King Henry. Um, and Tanhill's a, a solid quarterback. I think I think they can make this close on Monday. So. Yeah, I I don't think they can cover even even with Derrick Henry. I still think that offense just looked so rough. You already know what you're getting out of Ryan Tannehill. They lost their number one true wide receiver in AJ Brown last year, and again, Derrick Henry has not looked the same since that since that injury he had last year. And Buffalo just looks they just look so good. I mean, even though Josh Allen threw two interceptions, one wasn't really his fault. They just look mm-hmm. so good all around. And I mean, I think. I think they're going to continue to just absolutely stomp on teams, and I don't. I don't think Tennessee has a chance to cover here. Manate, you said yes, right? You you think Tennessee, I think Tennessee does Tennessee cover? Will cover, but Ryan Tannehill needs to start using his receivers. Kyle Phillips again. Who is he? I never heard of his name before. Zero background on the dude, and he had the most catches. You have Robert Woods and Traylon Burks, two. I would say I don't know about proven for Burks' part, but. Woods is definitely a proven target. Oh, he was a fir- fifth-round pick this year from UCLA. Good for you. But <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kyle Phillips there, the pilot. But Robert Woods was one catch for 13 yards. He had two targets. Yeah. That If they distribute the ball, I think they'll be able to cover and maybe win because they won last year. They did, and that was in Tennessee, though. Buffalo is a different animal. Home yeah. opener for the Bills, too. You know it's going to be rocking. I, I do think... Tennessee does cover. I just I think Tennessee is a better team than what they portrayed last week, and I just think they're going to play better. You can't because in the first like they were what thirteen nothing at halftime. They were like running away with it. I mean, it wasn't close, and then they kind of fell apart in the second half. But Mike Vrabel's one of the best coaches. Kyle Phillips, front of the program. <laughs> front, of, front of the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kyle Phillips. If you listen to this, you know, let us know. You can come on anytime you want. <laughs> All right. Now we go into week two, the week two games. There's just the straight-up games. Obviously, these one's not against the spread. Minute, we start once again with the Lions. Yes. They're at home. Give me, give me Detroit. They are playing the Commanders. I, I know. Do they win? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you got to let me ask the question. More? I almost typed yes. 
Yeah, I got the Lions too. Uh, it's it, this. I think this is a must-win game for them if they're have. Gonna, no, I don't like they're no not playoffs. making the playoffs. But no, please don't so, say that. Yeah, the, this is a must-win game for them if they want to take the next step in the Dan Campbell era. So yeah, I got the Lions. Uh, I think I. I think I go Detroit as well. I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna end up being close. I I don't trust our secondary, and you know they commanders have Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel already there. But Okuda I think held Devonte Smith to zero zero last week. Yeah, That's true. But then really well. AJ Brown also did get 155 yards yeah. against our secondary, so that was that was not as well. But I I still think I still think our offense can outrun. You know their offense, and I it, what we're favored for the first time in how many games it's been? Long time. It's been a long time. It's the longest drought in yeah. the NFL. I know that it's been it's been a long time, and right now they're opening as the favorites. And yeah, so if they hold on. One to that, point. It is one point, but I still <laughs> <laughs> I still think they can come out on top. Again, it's at home. They're they're gonna get the energy from there. I think everyone like knows they have to win this game, so they're gonna come in, get pumped, and uh, I think they come out with the dub. I mean, this is tough because I kind of want to take the Commanders. I thought the Commanders, commanders kind of looked pretty good last week. But I am Do going it. to take the Do Lions. Um, I, I think they're, Do it. I think they're Do just it. a better team. I liked what I saw last Do week it. in the limited time I was watching the Lions game. I, I liked their offense. I think that they can move the ball pretty well on the Commanders, especially without Chase Young. And Carson Wentz is just impossible to trust, especially in games like this. I trusted him last week. I did pick the Commanders, not on the show, but I did in general. And... It worked out, but I don't know. I just it feels like it's the Lions week. It really does. So cause if they don't win this one, it could be a, it could be another long time before they get one. Yeah. All right, next one still in the one o'clock window. Uh, yeah, I probably should have put Colts Jags here, but I didn't. Uh, Patriots at the Steelers. The Patriots looked horrible last week. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Steelers didn't look great either, but they did come out with a win. So Patriots at the Steelers, two of the more iconic franchises in the game. Ah, uh, man. I mean, I don't really like any of these teams. I think both of these teams are just not very good. Um, but I'll, I'll take the Steelers in this one. Um, like, like you said, Michael, uh, just New England just doesn't look good right now. They don't have any weapons on the outside. They have no – they just don't have a lot of talent. So, yeah, I got the Steelers just, just from a talent perspective. So, And they're at home. I, I think I have to agree with that one. I don't know how the Patriots are favored by two in this game. I think the they're Steelers, favored in this game. They are. They're favored by two. Wait, the Patriots are favored. Yes. Oh, that's horrible. Patriots are favored, but their offense just looked so bad against mm-hmm. maybe like an above average Dolphins defense. They they could not move the ball. I, they have no one to throw to, I feel like. And I think that was the problem going into the offseason that we all thought. Like, who is Mac Jones going to throw to? Mm-hmm. And how are they going to be able to create offense? And that looks like to be the same problem. I get T.J. Watts out for six weeks, but I still think that defense will be able to hold strong against the Patriots. And I think Trubisky can get enough done against the Patriots defense to win that game. Yeah, it's again, it's a home opener here in Pittsburgh. So, you know, it's going to be going to be loud. It's going to be full house. Um, yeah, the fact that New England's favorite, that seems a little bit odd. Um, man, I don't know. Because this is like one of those games that like you just know New England's going to find a way to win. But I'm not going to pick it. I think the Steelers are going go to go to 2-0 here. I just – we don't know what Mac Jones' status looks like. It could be he got hurt last week or got banged up a little bit. So we don't know how Mac Jones will look. But, 
Matt Patricia's calling plays, and that's going about as expected. I think it's going as we all thought it would. Um, So I'm going to take the Steelers minute before he's back. He he picked the Patriots. Yeah, I did. They're going to win. The Steelers are bad. (laughs) Yeah, the Patriots are bad. bad. Did you see seven points against the Dolphins? It's okay. I mean, okay. Here's the thing. I will give them this. They never win in Miami, like ever. No, it's too hot. It's like the Colts in Jacksonville. They just can't do it. So, all right, the Patriots. Patriots. Fair enough. So, the needs with the Patriots. Jay and I have the Steelers. Next game, probably honestly the best game of the early window. The Dolphins at the Ravens. Very fun game. The Lamar Bowl, anybody? Could you know? Could Lamar Jackson potentially be a Dolphin here in a few years? I don't know. We'll find out. But this year, this one's in. This game's in Baltimore. This contract expires. Dolphins, Ravens. Who we got? I got the Ravens. I just think, like, like you guys know, I'm all in on the Ravens this year. I think they're one of the teams that can win the Super Bowl. So yeah, I got, I got the Ravens over. I just don't trust Tua yet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who they are yet, so yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, I think I got Baltimore in this um, one too. Too, I just. I think the Ravens have their offense looked pretty good last week. You know, it's missing sort of that run game dynamic that they would have with J.K. There, um, they had to use Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis, which is not ideal whatsoever. No. Um, especially in that kind of backfield. So I think. The sooner they get J.K. Dobbins back, the better. But the Ravens look pretty good for week one, and I think it's only up for them from here. Yeah, I think I got to go with the Ravens as well. I, I I, just don't trust Tua. I, he, Even still, he looked like he had so many accuracy issues last week. It, it just looks like it's not getting any better, and I don't think he can – I don't think he does as well against the Ravens. Did you see defense. the throw yet against the Patriots yeah. last week? No, that's what I was saying. I was about to bring that up. The throw, he was aiming for Tyreek Hill, yeah, and he, he underthrew him by about 20 yeah. yards. He just it's brutal. threw it into the ground. It's so bad to watch. I, I think he did throw is, a pick, though. So like, he didn't, but... Neither did Jacoby Brissett, and we all true. know how that went. Okay. I They won? I honestly think this might be two his last year, and I think this game's going to like cement his, cement his future. I... I, I, I I don't think he's going to perform well. I, I got the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens as well, just at home. Uh, I like this matchup for them. I think they're going to run the ball pretty well, something the Patriots did not do last week. Um, they're not just going to sit back and just let them tee off Lamar with that pass rush. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the Ravens. Plus, the Ravens play that man coverage scheme in the secondary that just no other team has been able to. Well, actually, I don't know if they run it anymore because they don't have well, Wink Martindale, but um, still, they run man coverage, and it's so they, tough. They got to the beat. guy from uh, Michigan. The, the defensive McDonald. Like, McDonald. Yeah, yeah, McDonald. Yeah, yeah, and they that is just that man coverage scheme is so tough. He was not a so defensive coordinator either. He's yeah. Not. yeah, he's pretty good. So, so yeah, I'll take Baltimore at home. Next one: Buccaneers and the Saints. Tom Brady's horror. He, uh, yeah, New Orleans. He never he, scores a touchdown. He doesn't. He doesn't them. play very well against. Well, I just saw their injury list, and Godwin's out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One second. There's a whole. Laundry list of Buccaneers players. Holy, their offensive line is just completely banged up. I mean, they like it's gonna be. A, I feel like it's gonna be a struggle for Brady this year. Like, I I still think they'll make the playoffs, but they got a lot of issues on that team. He's got issues on and off the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Godwin's out. Donovan Smith is doubtful. Who's their left tackle? Mike Evans, Julio, Russell Gage, Tristan Wirfs, Leonard Fournette are all questionable. Who is their wide receiver one if none of those guys play? 
Kyle Phillips 2.0. <laughs> Russell Gage time on the Russell block. Russell Gage. He's questionable. Julio block. Jones is, is Julio Jones is questionable. questionable too. Oh, wow. Well, of course he is. Julio Jones is always questionable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, this is tough because eventually Tom's got to get over the hump, right? He's got to beat New Orleans. I mean, no. He did. He did in the playoffs two years ago. So he can't do it. I just, man, is it not is this week going to be the week? I, I, I think I got to go with the Saints as well. It just. I don't know. I, the Saints' offense looked pretty good. I know Kamara has Kamara's hurt. He, he's he he's not going to play. Yeah, Kamara's out. But um, right still, I mean, oh, Michael Thomas had a great week last Michael week. Thomas looked like um, slam boy, prime slam boy. Except he wasn't really running slants no, there. No, you? but like you get what I'm well, saying. No, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with New Orleans. What do you got, Oscar? Uh, I think I got to go the Saints as well. I mean. The only thing that the only like bright side you could have looked at that Tampa Bay offensive line was that I mean Trifton and Worse was still there and if he's injured then no one's gonna be blocking for Tom Brady I think he's gonna have a rough time against that Saints front seven mm-hmm. I I don't think he's gonna get enough time he's not gonna have anyone to throw to so I think I got the Saints for that one yeah all right so now we move into the late window right because that was all the games in the early ones now we go into the late window where i only chose one game because the late window actually is not that attractive this week um Bengals cowboys would have been one but we all know how that is now cardinals at the raiders that is the game manit we already know what your pick is because you used it as a hot take but cardinals at raiders for everybody else Devontae adams going for 202 touchdowns yeah i got i got the raiders i just think I, the Cardinals, they did not look good. Last week. I know it's against a very good Chiefs team, but I'm not really high on the Cardinals at all. I, th- I said this last week. So, yeah, I got the Raiders and another big game for Devontae. So. Yeah, I think I got to go with the Raiders as well. Again, Cardinals not looking too hot against the Chiefs. And I, I don't I don't see anyone on that Cardinals secondary covering Devontae Adams very well. So. I got the I got the Raiders. I will say the double XP weekend did hold to true. <laughs> Kyler Murray played a prime Call of Duty double XP weekend performance. Yeah, and he just still he does, doesn't miss. Obviously, we know he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins, which Especially is not helping yeah. at all. But that defense just like you just look at what the Chargers did last night. Like the Chiefs looked pedestrian. Like they won the game, but like Mahomes made some just absolutely stupid throws. But like other than that, they really didn't do much then you have the cardinals defense that just gave up 44 points and the chiefs are scoring every drive like i just don't know what they're doing i i i legitimately don't like that's my question i don't know what the cardinals are doing on defense but um i don't think it's going to change much this week i thought the raiders played very well last week in la they they got down a little early but they came back and they almost won that they they could have won that game on that final drive but khalil max said enough of that so i'll go with the Raiders at home, which I mean, this week is eh, we're all basically taking the same teams. We've all, we've agreed in every game but one so far. Good, so it's one of those weeks. And yeah, the one is Manit's. Manit's the one out on the limb. So all right, now we go Sunday night, and then the game. Where I go on the, limb? the other game on Monday night. Uh, oh, Sunday night has it's always Sunday night, which I think we need to start changing that because this game just every year it's, it's Sunday night and it needs to stop being Sunday night. It's such a terrible game. The Bears at the Packers, Jay Chicago Bears, one and zero at the zero and one Packers. But Jay, I, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll start with you here. Can, uh, yeah. can the Bears finally get over the hump and beat the Packers? I think the Bears are covering. It's, I mean, this isn't a cover segment, but nine and a half. I think they'll make a pretty close game. 
I think I got the Packers by a touchdown. I just think, you know, the Packers, like like I've said earlier, if the Packers lose this game, they got a lot of problems. I mean, it's mm-hmm. their home opener. Um, they got they got to find a way to win this game against a team, a rebuilding team. So mm-hmm. I got Green Bay in a, in a by a touchdown. So. Green Bay. Um, I think they bounce back. I think Aaron Rodgers bounces back. I he did it last year. I don't remember mm-hmm. who they played week two, but I remember Lions. They played the Lions. That's right. <laughs> it was the Lions. We got stomped. That was correct. <laughs> I do remember that. Us. It was Monday um, night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. on Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the second version. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So two. he's he's gonna yeah. do it to another NFC North team. He's just gonna stomp them because that's what he does. That's, that's Except for the Vikings, no, they're going to win the division again. I well, see. I'm with you on that. So, I don't know. I I think I want to go with the Bears for this one. Yo, I yo. think I'm going to go with for the Bears. Take. I think the problems. That's your hot take again. Week right as I there. said earlier, <laughs> I think yeah, the problems. The I think the problems last year for Green Bay were drastically different than the problems this year. And I think the problems this year are significantly worse like last year you could have chalked up that week one loss like Aaron Rodgers didn't play good this one you can just chalk it up to that entire offense not playing good I think that's a huge problem there's they still might not have Alan Lazard back Mm -hmm. during that game Bakhtiari's out I mean I I think I gotta go with the Bears for that if if you're right Oscar I'm gonna I'm me and Michael have the same class. Eight AM Monday morning. I will, I will be <laughs> the do. happiest man alive. I will be walking in with my coffee. I'll be like, I'm in a really good mood. The Bears beat Green Bay. Oh man, that is that's gonna be a great day. So yeah, yeah, probably not. <sighs> now it's happening. Speak it into existence. I think. Jay. I don't think. Be... I think it'll happen. Like the thing is, I really want to pick the Bears because, like, I don't. Like, the Packers look really bad. And, like, even last year when they looked bad, you still knew that they had Devontae Adams. And you still knew that yeah, they had, like, still, this team. But the like, Bears just don't have any still, talent. I'm still yeah. I'm going with the Packers. I'm being safe. I'm not going to get crazy with it because, again, like, it's in Lambeau. If this was in Chicago, I think I'd absolutely take the Bears. But it's in Lambeau. The defense is going to play better than they played last week. <sighs> Justin Jefferson is not on the other team. So the Bears don't have a running back like Dalvin Cook either. So I just don't think... They're not the problems that they had last week. They're not going to have as much this week against the Bears' offense that is still very, very limited. So I'll take the Packers and just play it safe. All right, final game of the week of our straight up picks. Oof. The fi- the other Monday night game. There's two of them this week. Kind of weird. Kicking off at like an hour difference or something like that. There's yeah. going to be two games more out of one at the same time. Yeah, um, thirty minutes. Yeah. So this one will be the Vikings and the Eagles. This will. Might be the better game of the two, but nonetheless, the Vikings and the Eagles, two one and zero teams. Philly, Jalen Hurts season MVP. I got I got the Vikings. Um, I I just think, I mean, the way they looked week was one week, but they got they got something. They got I mean, they Justin Jefferson is is a stud. Um, <laughs> you know, that offense is going to be really good again. Yeah, I got the Vikings. So. This one's hard. I feel like both teams like it's gonna be a good ex- game. I, this is gonna be a really great game. I think both teams honestly mirror each other, but uh, I don't know. I think I gotta go with the Eagles for this one. I think they'll be a, able to slow down the Vikings offense a little bit more than the Vikings defense can slow down that Eagles offense because they looked they looked really good against Detroit. Yeah, I the Eagles definitely did look great. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Vikings on this one. I just I think they're, I think they're really good. I'm not buying the Eagles just yet. I, I, yeah, they put up 30, 
eight points. It was it was against Detroit. I'm not looking at it that much. And overall, like Jalen Hurts didn't look that great throwing they, the ball. Like they ran the ball very well, but they did not throw the ball particularly great. So AJ Brown. <laughs> AJ Brown had a good AJ Brown's pretty good. 150. Other than AJ Brown, like we just mentioned, Devonta Smith got shut down because the defense played well. Yeah, it did. But Vikings defense is very good too. Like I, I, I'm just not buying the Eagles. I'm still not on that train. They're the best team in that division, but I just don't know if they're better than the Vikings. So I'll take them. So now we get into the upset specials. This is just one. You cannot obviously take the games from will they cover. Um, you have to take some other game. It can be one of the games that we picked straight up, but. You could double dip on something, but it has to be something else. Jay, since you and me are tied, I'll let you go first, and then I'll go. You want, and then I, and you want me to go first? I mean, I mean, I can go, but I was willing, I was willing to give you off. the first pick here. Uh, well, if you only... guys aren't decided, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. No. Manit- yeah, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Jacksonville. I just think, like, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule. I just like What's the, 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 number the, on the that? Jets are not being the Browns. Three and a half. Three and a half. The Jets are terrible. They're not going to Cleveland to beat the Browns. Are they? Well, that's why I didn't put them in the pick of this week. I usually would put the Browns game in there, but I was like, I don't really think anyone's not going to pick the Browns. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I got I got the Jaguars, mm-hmm. so that's my upset. All right. I like it. Uh, I'm up next, I guess. Um, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, he's saying that like I know what he's thinking. I can't <laughs> read his mind. Um, I'm just kind of – oh, I lost, I lost the games here for a second. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through. I got a couple name, a couple numbers that I like. Um, Who's the favorite in the Panthers Giants game? See, I was looking at I that game. The, uh, Carolina Giants w- by a point and a half. And I yeah. kind of like that one. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm just not a Matt, Matt Rule is an idiot. No, he's I, terrible. I I don't think the Panthers are very good, but I don't think the Giants are either. Give me give me Carolina on the road plus one and a half in in New York. I uh I watched uh, obviously all of that Browns Panthers game last week. Baker can make some throws. He looked like the same old Baker though, but like he can make he can make the big plays and he can expose your mistakes. So I think that I think that's a safe pick. I won half in New York. I just the Giants are whatever they are, but I'll take I'll take Carolina on the road. New Orleans. That was pretty easy. Fair. <laughs> I mean, it is betting it's against hit, Tampa it's a Bay. Four point play if it hits though. If they win, it's four. Yes. Yeah. So, so. I'd, I'd take that because mm-hmm. they're going to win. Oscar, is there any underdog that you like? Uh, I think I got to go with my earlier prediction. I got to go bear down, baby. The the I think the Bears. Yeah. I think the, <laughs> the Bears. Bears. Yeah, if I they think... don't win, they'll at least <laughs> yeah. cover. All right. I like that. I think oh, if they like don't that. win, they'll at least cover. I like that. So, yeah, the upset specials. Jay's got the Jags plus three and a half. I have the Panthers plus one and a half. Minnie with the Saints plus two and a half and that's going to do it for week two pick them here on the pylon and that will do it for the pylon thank you if you've made it this far <sighs> and you're listening we appreciate it you can find this podcast anywhere you get your podcast spotify apple pods wherever it'll leave it it'll be online here pretty soon so uh feel free to listen to all of our past episodes there as well as for your host michael oh, marcock joy alongside jada costner me telling special guest oscar henderson We're just going to say so long. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. We'll be back for week three on the pilot.